I think it's a good day to see what good things are going on locally because of our local Willimantic Lions Club. I'm joined this morning by Sue Fisher, District Governor, past president of the Willimantic Lions Club, and a member as well. Folks, good morning. Thanks for joining me for today. And I say, what better way to start off talking about the Willimantic Lions Club than talking about the Hebron Lions Club? But you guys are all in it together, aren't you? Yes, we are. Uh, you know, we've been affiliated with the Hebron Lions uh, Club Fair for, I was trying to think, over 20 years. We've tried several products, but our signature product is our donut booth. We are known throughout the area for serving the best donuts in Willimantic and in the surrounding towns. We have a lot of activities that are coming up and a lot of ways that we've been serving our community. And one of those is to help out the no-freeze shelter. Tell me about the clothing drive that you've got coming up. This is, I think, the third or the fourth year that um, we have um, sponsored this particular uh, project. And what we have done is um, on the usually the first Friday in November, we gather outside, and we have been doing it down on Bridge Street, which is where the no-freeze shelter has been. Um, on Bridge Street, and we stand out there in the street and we collect money, clothes, boots, anything that we can do to support the no-free shelter. And last year, I think we collected something like $1,500, and we literally filled their storage area with items such as socks, coats, blankets, personal items, just you know, things that you and I take for granted that are so hard for our homeless community to acquire. And give the timetable for that again so people can be aware of it and how they know to look for the no-freeze shelter clothing drive? It is normally the first Friday in November, which I think is something like the 4th, and we usually do it between 2 and 5, but we are very present out on Bridge Street, right uh, at the area where the... Um, the water park is, and the little strip mall there. And it sounds like that's going to be a busy weekend for you. I've had many a fine pancake breakfast served up by the local Willimantic Lions, and you had to let it go for a couple of years, but the pancake breakfasts are returning on November the 6th. That's a big fundraiser for you, isn't it? Uh, you know, it's a big fundraiser, um, but my it's one of my favorite projects because People from the community come out, they socialize, they bring their children, their grandchildren, they bring their newspapers. Um, the one we are uh, scheduling in November, and we're thrilled because this is the first pancake breakfast we've had since the pandemic. So we are really excited to be back uh, into that project. But that's late, uh, Veterans Day weekend, and for that breakfast, we, uh, any veteran who comes in eats free. It's our way of saying thank you for your service. Um, we're delighted to do it. We're adding a new um, project along with that this year. We're going to be having a toy drive to sponsor uh, Connecticut Children's Medical Center and Yale Children's Hospital with some toys and playthings, and we'll have more information out as we get closer to that project. But we're thrilled to be flipping those pancakes again. And one thing that I'm aware of that you always have available at those Lions Pancake Breakfast, over there on the side of the room, there's usually a display there about information regarding site, saving site, 
recycling glasses, things like that. And that's always a big project with the Lions as well. But will you be having something like that at this particular one in November? We definitely will. We usually have a box to collect glasses. We have information about our eyeglass collection. And um, normally all of the uh, Lions from District 23C, which is the four counties east of the Connecticut River, um, gather once a year to uh, collect all of our glasses to send on to our recycling center. Last spring, we collected 64,000 pair of glasses. Can you imagine that? It often makes me wonder, when you do that, what's the matching process when people have prescription lenses to try to find someone who has discarded their prescription lenses to match up with someone who needs that particular prescription? It's very interesting. There's a process that goes on. The glasses are delivered to a recycling center in New Jersey, um, which is run by the Lions. And there they are um, uh, There are instruments that can determine the prescriptions. They are labeled, and there are a variety of ways that those are distributed. Um, uh, often there are clinics. There are eye doctors that do free clinics in dis- depressed areas, so they'll go down with the boxes and boxes that are already labeled as far as what the prescriptions are, and once um, uh, people get their eye exam and determine what their prescription is, they are given glasses. There are also thousands of glasses that are sent over to third world countries in, say, Africa, and what will happen if there's not an eye exam uh, glasses will be just spread out on tables, and people drive and walk for hundreds of miles, and they'll just go down the tables and just keep trying on a pair of glasses till they find one that helps them see better. It's an amazing project. And is that part of the Willimantic Lions umbrella of Journey for Sight? Yes, it is. The Journey for Sight is a walkathon that takes place um, in in um, usually in May. It can take place anywhere. The last couple of years, we've had them along the Niantic um, boardwalk. But at that uh, event, uh, that's where we have our eyeglass collection. So uh, Lions Clubs from all over the district will, will bring boxes and boxes of glasses, and that's how we collected our 64,000 pair of glasses last May. It's an amazing project. And we are always grateful for the people who turn in their glasses for us. More things going on. The food drive at Wyndham Middle School and a food drive to support the Covenant Soup Kitchen. Tell me about those. Okay. The food drive at the Wyndham Middle School was a fabulous project. Um, And I've got a few notes on that. Let me grab those because my memory isn't what it used to be. This is a hunger relief project. Uh, in which the Wyndham Public Schools partnered up with the Hispanic Federation to help families who are food insecure. And I think we all know what that is. You know, you maybe can't afford to feed your kids for three meals a day. So that organization was able to procure a grant um, to buy, you know, basic non-perishable food supplies. There was rice, there were bags of beans, cereal, tuna fish, uh, canned beans, um, uh, milk that was available, uh, you know, flour. So we partnered with that organization. We unloaded the trucks and we packed them up, and they were distributed the next day. And there was enough food there uh, for a hundred families. It was just a fabulous project, and it's something we always like to partner with other um, nonprofit and humanitarian organizations in town. So we always encourage. 
um, you know, organizations, uh, if they need a few extra hands to help them with a project, definitely contact us. How about other local nonprofits you support? Uh, we support, we've always, for years we have supported the uh, Covenant Soup Kitchen. Uh, that's such a, war, a wonderful organization, both with monetary and with, you know, boots on the ground. We support WAME. We support, obviously, the no-free shelter and the homeless shelter. Um, and a lot of those are with you know, monetary donations. But, you know, if somebody needs a hel- hel- an extra helping hand, we're glad to do it. During the pandemic, when we had our Farm to Families program, where we got um, the uh, state was able to procure um, surplus goods from the um, the federal government, and, you know, we helped distribute, I think, uh, we distributed and dropped off at the soup kitchen something like 9,200 pounds of food, and that was just, you know, produce and milk and vegetables. It was a wonderful project. Sue, how are you doing on membership? Has the membership stayed steady over the years? You know what? We're so excited. Our membership has stayed steady, and we are growing. And what we are excited about is um, the lifeblood of any organization is new members and younger members with new ideas. Um, we are growing, but, you know, the more members that we have, um, the more we are able to do with our community. Um, we will be having a membership drive within the next couple of months. If someone is interested in finding out more about our organization, this will be a, an invitational informational meeting feel free to call me and the best number to reach me is 860-423-7851 and i can steer you in the direction of our membership chair so you've been a longtime member of the willimantic lions club can you just give a little background of the history of the club and including your history with the club the, the willimantic lions club is this year 80 years old and um, we have been serving, you know, whenever, wherever there's a need, we always say wherever there's a need, there's a lion. Many years ago, you know, we were instrumental in buying an ambulance for the community. But we have always supported um, eyeglasses for people, eye exams for people. Uh, you know, we had a project within the last year or so where someone needed a stair lift. And our president, Chris Grant, was able to, you know, procure one of those and put that in. But um, we've just really been focused on helping out the people in our community and in our, you know, our state. And, you know, Lions Club is an international organization with over 1.4 million men and women. So we also have a lot of um, Lions International humanitarian efforts. But I've been a lion for 30 years. Would you believe I was seven years old when I joined? I was going to guess six, so I was close on that. A little birdie told me, Sue, that the local chapter of the Willimantic Lions has a motto. The Lions motto is we serve. And we kind of joke and say we serve coffee, we serve pancakes, we serve just about anything. But it's all about service and helping our community. Uh, Lions Clubs International has basically five major areas that we support, and those are diabetes, childhood cancer, hunger, vision, and the environment. And our local organization really tries to support those in as many you know, areas as we can. I'm interested in that list of 
areas where you support. I think that most people are aware of the Lions work with vision, eyesight, sight saving, glasses and so forth. But just get a little deeper into those other areas you talked about, environment, diabetes, child cancer and hunger. Now, what kind of work does the Lions Club do with those? Uh, well, in many areas, um, uh, in our state, uh, uh, one of my main thrusts is getting out uh, to the communities with diabetes education. Um, there are so many people who, who just don't realize the impact that diabetes has. Um, one in ten um, citizens will be diagnosed with diabetes over the next ten years, and 50% of those don't know they have it. So we're really working on a campaign to educate people into the um, symptoms of diabetes and the lifestyle changes you may want to make so that you can help to avoid um, diabetes. Uh, there are so many uh, ramifications of a person who has diabetes because it, uh, diabetes can long-term affect so many other parts of your body. So diabetes education is important worldwide. Uh, we try to, a lot of it is education, a lot of it is diagnosis. So um, we're really... Um, you think that's very important. Childhood cancer is a fairly new project. Um, uh, we, you know, we support that. We support um, uh, research in the genetic um, component for diabetes, in, I mean, for childhood cancer, um, and going into studies for the genomes and, and, you know, what we can do to when a child is very young to help, you know, prevent or mitigate um, uh, cancer and what we can do to help it along. But we've, uh, you know, our um, state uh, arm of, of uh, humanitarian service, uh, um, Connecticut um, um, chapter um, funds um, research at Yale and at UConn. So we're really focused on that. Hunger, we have, you know, we do what we can to provide food, to help food insecurity worldwide. Um, in third world countries, there are, you know, efforts to go out and um, help people become more sustainable, whether it's um, helping to dig a well in a very dry area in Africa so you can ir irrigate and, and uh, grow your crops, to just doing what we have done is providing food for, to families who just you know, don't have enough food. So those are three vision we all know. You know, we are committed to um, making sure that people can see um, and have the um, glasses and and um, help with um, eye-related diseases like macular degeneration, um, diabetic retinopathy, doing research in those areas. And uh, the environment, we know that we need to protect our world. And about four or five years ago, our international president's uh, main goal was to plant a million trees. And I know we did over that worldwide. So those are our basic, you know, basic um, humanitarian efforts. So you delineated all the good things the local Willamette Alliance Club does. We talked about new members. How do people become a member? What's the process? process is if you would like to become a member, um, uh, you can contact a lion. Um, we'd like you to come to a meeting or two so you can see what we're all about. We're kind of friendly people. Um, and then uh, there's a process. Uh, you fill out an application. 
Um, and uh, it, Lions is by invitation only, so it, it's a matter of just going through that application process. There are dues. Uh, the important thing to know about Lions International, about Lions Clubs, is per our international bylaws, 100% of the profits that we get from our from the public, in other words, money that we get from selling donuts or pancakes, has to go back into our charities. So that in order to, for us to, uh, to run as an organization um, or for our administration, we have to have dues. Um, so uh, we have local dues and, and international dues because there is not one officer in our organization that get, gets paid. We have an international president that has traveled worldwide and has huge responsibilities. We all do that for free. Sue, thanks for the update on what's going on with the local Lions Club. Sue Fisher is past president. She's a Lions Club member and is district governor for District 23C. And thank you for pinch hitting for Christopher Grant, the president, who uh, we couldn't connect with the uh, phone call this morning. And don't forget to check out the Willimantic Lions at the Hebron Harvest Fair, which begins today. Sue, thanks for joining me this morning. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Frey, uh, uh, Norm, Wayne, and just come on out and get a donut or two. You got it. 14 WILI Willimantic, 95.3 FM.